This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions, and you should be thankful. I I just I feel very privileged to get to be able to tell you that they are hanging yes. Hannibal and Will Graham fan art in the White House. Yeah. And I'm not joking. Which is where it's supposed to be. Um, it's fine because it's like abstract styling, oh, so it's like that, genuine yeah. art. I'm finding the photo for you. Again, we're starting the podcast strong with a good uh, Audio fucking... Quality. I've had a very yes. stressful day online. <laughs> yeah. I had a... Yeah. I had a very common normal day i made good progress on my thesis i watched uh, a king gizzard concert movie with friends uh what is king gizzard it's the band. wizard lizard uh, no, yeah wizard that's a that's a name pretty good wizard name wizard. i don't know which around it is i uh discovered that the guy on the society if meme has a robot dog on a leash but his the leash is like him having an Having a telescopic uh, prosthetic hand mm-hmm. or arm, which this. is absolutely what the ideal society would look like. I would love an extendable hands. I mm. yeah, reach things far away. Robin hands. <laughs> Robin two hands. <laughs> Got two of them. <laughs> they both used yeah, for so Robin. I had, I had a very chill day. Um, mm. I was at work. Why, why is this in the White House, though? I they I, won a competition. Won a competition. I think. Yeah, I For called what? up somebody at work today uh, to to offer them something. Mm. Um, a certain vaccine. Anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had that anyway. today as well. I just oh. like got that injected into me. So Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I might be gay feel? now. How did that I make you feel? Probably make Charles gay. I know, it's very rude. I was fine, you know, you just go into a big room, they, they shove it in you, and they go, it's done, go sit on the chair, and you have to sit on the chair for 15 minutes to make sure you oh, don't you had the Pfizer one. Yeah, yeah. The logistical fucking nightmare, it's been making me tear my <laughs> What, because of the really? wait, wait period and stuff? Because of the keeping it cold and having to have uh, so many people sat down for 15 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's like, where do we fucking put them all where they can be socially distanced? Well, mine was in um in a stadium, like a sports hall. We do ours at. A, I won't. I'm not going to say actually. <laughs> they're publicly. Tell, they're publicly like they're on Google Maps where the vaccination centres are. Robin, so. The vaccination centres, yeah, not the ones that are run through GP surgeries. Oh uh, right, okay, that's fair enough. It's a secret one. Anyway, I called up a guy, like a 50 year old man today, and he picked up the phone and then he didn't say anything, and I was like, hello. <laughs> hello and he was like yeah get on with it hello? and i'm like oh 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 right. get on with it get on he with didn't it say anything i was get like get on, on with it. it i didn't know you were there and that was the most exciting thing that happened to me today mm-hmm. uh, when i got vaccinated it was in um a disused uh toys r us cool down that's kind of really cool down in cardiff bay <laughs> uh yeah there was still you could still see when i was sat down i looked at the floor and you could see like where children had like drawn in crayon on the floor and it hadn't quite come off. Were they like, okay, so you can get the vaccine, but first of all, you have to do a night shift here at the Toys R Us. Um, yeah. I will warn you, you have to keep an eye on all the toys because if you don't, <laughs> then bad things might happen. Um, there weren't any toys left, sadly. It was just kind of a big box room. Okay. Mm. The only sign cool was the... Uh, done, though. Uh, yeah, it was a ball like to get to, but... Yeah. Mm, yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, I had to get my dad to drive me because it was in fucking Cumbran, which is like, you know, a while away. But you know, loved it. My yeah, so my day, I've had just a fun day online. You know, I got I got a viral 
tweet which wasn't really viral but has an annoying we'll see how viral it will be but you know, it's still going it's, it keeps slowing this. down and speeding up um but it's at 410 at the moment um hopefully Not quite 420 that could all change yeah we'll, we'll wait for 420 and then you know got 60, <laughs> 60 retweets so you know we can we can hope yeah 60 retweets nine quote retweets oh wait nice 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 <laughs> Um, and they're all perfect. Everyone is being very funny in their replies. They're making a lot of funny jokes um, that I love to see. I love to see people's attempt at comedy in my replies. I think that's so cool. It's hardly uh, an attempt at comedy if they have professional comedian in their bio. Oh, that's true. Technically, <laughs> that's licensed comedy. Mm, yeah. To be fair, I don't good. think those people uh, tried to add something to their joke. I think the professional comedians... Um, recognize that it is already like a perfectly funny joke mm. <laughs> that you made perfectly constructed tweet chairs what you. a wonderful job on it yeah thank uh-huh. you thank you i put a lot of effort in do you like there's a full stop in the middle so you know that there's like a like a humorous beat um i got quite retweeted by caroline calloway which would be really funny it um, but it's even funnier is the fact that um, her quote retweet has three likes, which is like the worst of anything I've ever tweeted. And I don't have 55k followers. And it also it has there's three a, likes, but one and of them, one of them is her. Is her. <laughs> <laughs> She's fallen on hard times. Wasn't she selling the rights to her life to like a movie Oh, she was probably trying to, yeah. Or a book. I rem- I feel like I she saw She has another book ago. deal, but like I don't know if that one's going to fall through. <laughs> Can anyone <laughs> remind me what she's done? Okay. She went to Cambridge and is pretty. She went to Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing was, I'm an American in Cambridge. Cambridge. So cool. I'm going to do these story tweets. No, talk tweets, Instagram posts that are like, me and Oscar, who was her boyfriend, went out into into Cambridge and we hung out in the chapel. It's so strange to be here. The hallowed halls of Cambridge. And they were just like it's really It's like long. Hogwarts. It's just like mm-hmm. Hogwarts and everything. Everyone's so quirky here. To be fair, um, that is like most people who go to Oxford or Cambridge do act like that about Oxford or Cambridge. I know, yeah. but it, hers was somehow and worse. <laughs> and Durham, yeah. <laughs> it's, definitely strong, it's definitely stronger with Oxford and Cambridge, though. Oh, yeah. I don't know because they're a bit more like expectant. They're like we we're you know Oxbridge people. Whereas people, people go to Durham are like this is so more. cool. No yeah. one cares um, about Durham who didn't no. go to Durham. <laughs> no Even one they shouldn't care about it. No, they shouldn't. Um, but people uh-huh. who go to Oxford and Cambridge, like it's they expect other people to give a shit about Oxford and Cambridge. And yeah. you are kind of expected to give a shit about Oxford and Cambridge. I do really want to just start doing that thing where people are there like, oh yeah, I went to Oxford. I'm like, oh, where's that? Oxford Brooks. I haven't heard of um, that one before. Like, <laughs> that's good. Harvard, ha- ha- what? Yale. Where's what? <laughs> um, but yeah. So then she did. I mean, she it did sounds, that. It sounds fun, but Robin, have you considered that it's problematic because you're basically gaslighting people? <laughs> <laughs> not knowing where a university is is gaslighting somebody. Pretending not to know. know when you do know is so disrespectful. It's like pretending not to yeah. know a celebrity. That's like you can damage them. You can damage them in their brains. Who is Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Pranks, father of Chet Hanks. So what did Caroline? Yeah, so so Caroline after do? this, what she did was she ran this. This was the thing that really catapulted her into the mainstream. Was she ran these like influencer workshops, which went through like four uh, iterations of her like having sold tickets, being completely disorganized, not managing to sort it out, 
like cancelling a bunch of ones that people had already bought and then like putting them all in New York. She didn't want to move and she found a place in New York she wanted to do. And it basically was like a three hour thing where she was only there for like an hour and a half. Um, and they got like like... mason jars with flowers in and um, someone ran like a a long article about it um, basically calling it a scam and then she got really mad and started like fighting the person who was writing these articles about her and then it created this huge like thing Mm. and um, then she just got more and more deranged and she started her posts became more and more insane Um, and then there was some other stuff that happened that I can't remember, and then her friend her friend Natalie did an article about her, which was about how Natalie had ghostwritten most of her, um, most of her Instagram posts that made her famous, and also they were supposed to have written a memoir together, but they didn't finish it because of all this drama that happened between them and all this, like, horrific stuff with them, like, falling out and (laughs) Caroline being insane, and then that got really big and, you know. (laughs) What's she got to write a fucking memoir about? She's like, isn't she, like, in her early 30s? Being at Cambridge. (laughs) Look, that's not not just a memoir, that's a personality personality in itself. (laughs) Like you can just yeah, like, go what, to the what, university. What, what I would, like, not everyone gets enrolled. To, like, you can you can just go there. You can just visit. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it all. I'm gonna give like my perspective on this Caroline situation because when you mentioned or when you like shared this tweet, mm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna look this person up. Uh, she does have 55k followers, mm. which for which it makes makes it even more pathetic that that one tweet got three likes <laughs> uh, well that one tweet like, got two likes because we're not counting her own mm. but the other thing i immediately noticed when i went to her profile because it's her pinned tweet is um her saying i fucked up i said part one would be fifteen thousand words but it's actually six thousand etc and then she just posted a nude of herself oh my god and that's her t- pinned tweet so that's epic yeah i guess she does like um low effort boob art Oh my god, um, I forgot about the fucking Matisse knockoffs and everything. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, she sold a bunch of these paintings that were just, like, two boobs, like, you know, stylized um, on, like, a background, and they were all incredibly shitty, and she was selling them for, like, $400. strong word. <laughs> Very simple, then. They were just, like, blank with some boobs and silver paint, but they looked supremely shitty. It was so funny. She's the next David Hockney, if you ask me. She's just... I mean... She's oh, her fun, pin tweet is her boobs. Like, messy. Yeah, they're just there. <laughs> Wait, I must see this. Now she just like retweets things that mention her. Like, it's not good. Yeah. And she was on Red Scare. <laughs> of course. She wrote an article called, that's like also one of her recent tweets, is an article she wrote called Caroline Calloway Gets Drunk With Madeline Turner, The Wes Anderson of TikTok. Uh... Which I don't want to know what The Wes Anderson of TikTok is. <laughs> I don't think... They understand Wes Anderson. She's just but like this, a person. This That's sounds like at this point she's fading so much out of relevancy that she has to like find current TikTok celebrities to like boost her own fame. This is, this is the thing where she got people making fun of her last week because there was an article where she said that um, the people in the UK didn't have a tradition of like men. <laughs> was it what? Well, they don't have a tradition of she's, memoirs oh. in the same way. And then she mentioned oh. George Orwell saying that he was, like, he was American. <laughs> I love to go it to was... the elite university, Cambridge. <laughs> she did, um, she did English as well, like, that was his. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. worse! <laughs> we can't keep talking about Caroline Calloway, although it's very no. I love to talk We're about We're already, her, like, but... making her more famous by this. I know. George, George Orwell, like, n- famously not English. 
Yeah. Yeah, he Our did. Our 115 like uh, Twitter follower account <laughs> usually gets more likes per tweet than than hers. So my 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 Twitter account that I don't even post, Chaz does it for <laughs> yeah. me, gets more likes than that often. That's the sort of sad thing when you see tweets. someone where they have like you know thousands and thousands of followers, but like no engagement. It's like maybe I should that? post like... my boobs. <laughs> maybe Go you on should. That that would be very funny because that would mean that Chaz will first has to, uh, have to uh, save them to her phone uh, to then post it. You know, I make a lot of sacrifices for art. Uh, this, I guess, this is one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I had the thing about having you know this tweet with a lot of likes is that I said people shouldn't follow me, and so far they they genuinely haven't, which I am I am very happy about because that's the thing that I was mostly worried about was that people would follow me. To be fair, like when I see a big viral tweet that has like I don't know, and even if it's a funny viral tweet, you're not gonna you're not gonna never follow the person who tweeted it Mm. if it's like a rando. I had like two, three, three new followers, and one immediately unfollowed, which is very funny. (laughs) That's good. That's the energy you want. That's what I wanted. Mm. Yeah. I don't want Doctor Who fans following me. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. What? At which point, how many how many likes does a tweet need that you can say, wow, this blew up, check out my podcast? Uh, it doesn't need any. Check out. I just check put out it on every you. single tweet. Every single tweet that you do, be like, wow, this blew up. Please listen to who watches the watch. Check out my purple vibrator that sucks you off. <laughs> And it also projects lights onto your ceiling. Uh-huh. Listen, if they hit me up, I'm I'm not doing it. They can't make me. I'll do it. No. <laughs> what it happens is, like, a SWAT team comes around with a complimentary purple vibrator that sucks you off. Well, apparently they give you the money before you post it, so I'm just... I would just take the money and then not post it. <laughs> oh, that's... You true. don't want to be taken to court by the... Uh, by big purple <laughs> vibrator. I mean, unless they, like, make me sign a contract, then, like... They to be fair, like if I see a like big tweet that I think is funny, and immediately the reply below is like an ad by that person, right? Like a purple vibrator stuff. I will not, or I will unlike that tweet. So maybe that would be a good strategy for you if you don't want any more likes, just to accept an ad. And that, if I just start uh, inventing ads, own. how much money do they offer for these ads? That's the like thing. fifty, Probably like thirty dollars. Mm. Yeah, that, it's not nah, worth it. No, nah, if it was a hundred. I'd go. I'd I'd sell out for that. Oh fuck yeah! If it was <laughs> a like, grand, if it was a grand, I'd do it. But I'm oh. not gonna. I mean, I'd do I'd it. For, do, I'd, I'd do it for a lot less than a grand. I'd do it for a hundred. Yeah. I have principles, I mean, sort of. I mean, yeah, but like, it's 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 on a it's on like a dumb joke that you probably thought up while you were like drunk or half asleep. I know, but I take my Twitter very seriously. <laughs> we can't just talk about tweets. No, I know we can't. Okay, okay. come Let's on. Let's talk about come wine. Who, what, what are people drinking tonight? I'm I don't drink- know. It was in a bottle. I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking a Morellino. Tesco own brand. It's a, it's a Rioja of some kind. They can't put porn star martini <laughs> on the can, even though that's what I'm it is. I'm drinking Erlangen tap water. Oh! Ooh. How is it? How is oh. the Erlangen? Is it crisp? pretty good yeah. it's these 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 young puritans nowadays like like yanosh mm-hmm. uh-huh. unacceptable i couldn't even drink the water yesterday because it tasted so chlorinated it was grim oh that sounds awful oh, no. we have it's the rain uh, yeah i don't know this part of germany i live in i guess has pretty good tap water famously so mm. norway had great tap water 
Oh yeah, beautifully deserved. <laughs> uh, Scandinavian water is like on another level. Scottish mm. <laughs> water is pretty good. Mm. Island Spring, that's a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Any waterheads out there? <laughs> yeah. the water Sponsor us. We love to drink water on this podcast. We do it almost every guys, day. Any of you guys ever drank the water that they let you drink in the Roman baths in Bath? Where it no. just yes. Tastes yes. Kind of like I have been there. So. It's just it tastes it's, like it's metally salty. It's um, the most soft. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Fizzy shit. It's Horrible. not great, guys. Oh. It's International Tea Day. Yes. Oh, so um, British, I and right and the, he comes the from. quote is, "We must use time as a tool, not as a crutch." <laughs> by John F. Kennedy. Thanks, Thanks Jay. Thanks, I've perfect JFK impression. I've never done a JFK impression before, and I've never tried. So, well, I think that was probably a great wasn't start. That bad. <laughs> um, it's also World Day for <laughs> Cultural Diversity for Dialogue and Development, which is exactly what we're doing today on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, we no. are culturally diverse, <laughs> and we are. <laughs> doing dialogue and development <laughs> we are we are to be fair we are all white but one of us lives in germany and the rest in that's the diversity well, Charles, that people Charles are looking Welsh, for so yeah 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 well representing oppressed nations and you two are english which is like the most oppressed that's yeah. so true so. i'm a hardest. man with long hair the the, <laughs> the most, most gender non-conforming group. person ever to live in dorset yeah. I was going to say something, but I can't remember what it was. It was it that you love to podcast with us, your friends, um, yeah. and that it's good that we talk about Twitter for 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it, if you've got my debit card, it's useless. <laughs> don't bother trying. Because <laughs> I don't have it either. <laughs> no, when it's also it? uh, sometime between yesterday and today. Oh, okay. So but I've only, left, I've only left the house like twice since yesterday, so... <laughs> you guys seen the picture of this urinal that's like <laughs> great in the ground over a pit and then just some metal walls with the sun, like writing on the wall that says stand on great piss on wall Marcel Duchamp really one of one of the great geniuses oh wow now, that looks like a Resident Evil level or something you could just piss, you could just piss into the grate couldn't you Yes, it wants no, but it wants you to stand on it. I think the danger would make you pee faster, probably. <laughs> like I've been, just pee on the it's floor. it's usually at like concert locations, yeah, and some like really bad, like German clubs or bars or stuff where it's like the 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 so called urinal is like literally just pissing against the wall, uh, <laughs> and. Because because it's like usually like I, if it's like a concert audience or or whatever like half the people are just gonna like literally piss on the ground so yeah. that you you're, you you are going to be standing in piss. Been to a music um, festival where it's just like a trough, and you just like have to go into the trough. <laughs> oh, wonderful! It's, I it's, hate it's that. Cl- <laughs> you should all go to festivals. Great shit. Ah, festivals are like. <laughs> And this is relevant for the book we're talking about, so jot that Festivals down. are great, and we all love them. We love to be in them. We love to piss outside, and we love to be surrounded by people who were drunk and high, and also go to the toilet in a in a porta toilet yeah. and wash your hair in a. Tap. I love to be thrown into a septic tank. I'm just thinking about like <laughs> having to queue outside Bergheim for like two hours 
and then going through an interview with the bouncer to get in. And then as soon as you get in, no one is there. And then they just usher you into this bathroom that's just this one big grate all over the floor. And they're like, okay, piss. Uh, I mean, there's that, there's, that, there's that one guy who is reputedly always fantasy. in the bathroom of Berghain and wants to be pissed on. He's just at the bottom of the grate. <laughs> that's why they call it the best club in like, Germany. <laughs> was, I like literally like one of the biggest... Uh, scams one of the things where like in a post-covid age you're like looking back to it and you don't understand how that was allowed right yeah yeah what being it was was bad hygiene even even for like if it's not in a pandemic like even even then you're like wait no i think it's good i think people are too hygienic (laughs) (laughs) i think it's gone too far i think they should stop doing like hygiene readings in restaurants i think they should be allowed to do what they feel is right yeah (laughs) I think everyone should like kiss someone on the mouth with like deep tongue involvement, like at least ten people a day, uh, ten strangers, okay, preferably, yeah. okay, uh, just to like really like spread it out, like mm-hmm. to really like exchange the juices. I think it's fine. Get all mixed around. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's like you know, antibacterial stuff probably in the mouth, like a dog. I don't know. <laughs> um... That's Let's... how you like achieve herd immunity, right? Like mm. if if you spread it all around so everyone has it, and then it's fine. Just lick. Yes, I just like pick up random glasses at the pub and just lick the rim. Um. Mm. Anyway, we, we are known to offer you great medical advice on this podcast. So. We will not accept liability for anything you think or do. So Although you should do what Chaz does that. and try rimming sometime in the pub. Rim at the pub. This is our message <laughs> to you. <laughs> Dear listener, is go to the pub and start rimming. Uh, anyway, hello what? and welcome to. Why do so much? She used to lick the rims of glasses. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's a funny <laughs> joke. It's good. That, that was very good. Um, and hello. I totally remembered the reference when you made it. Binky, there is something I must do. Maybe sometime. I'll go home. Why do things have to be the way they are? How do humans forget? I remember everything. I've seen the infinite. It's nothing special. sad and when you're lonely and you haven't got a friend just remember the death is not the end and all that you held sacred falls down and does not mend just remember that death is not the Hello and welcome to Who Watches the Watch, a Discworld podcast uh, where we read slash watch Discworld content and we talk about it in a sensible and organized way and we are very normal and you love to hear it and we're always here and it's good and it's a good podcast and you like it. Um, <laughs> love it. Coasted by four people who are, I don't know, swamp demons living at the bottom of the piss grate just lapping <laughs> that shit up. 
I was jazz and you know I've been I, I nearly caught the rock and roll virus but luckily I was vaccinated today so I, I didn't get it I have oh. swamp demon wife energy <laughs> <laughs> not actually a swamp demon myself alright <laughs> you associate uh, with the community <laughs> I'm your host Robin and um, something something as famous novelist J.K. Rowling says I mean and I'm turf and 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 me and my friends can walk backwards can walk towards you with our hats on backwards in a menacing way yo <laughs> pretty good <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm here all week <laughs> good I'm your host Janosh and uh, I, I never realised that, that that humans could post whole <laughs> <laughs> that's all of us um, <laughs> I always post whole this week we read the last third uh, of the book hey. so I, don't think says his name yet. I thought you had hey Okay. We're not. We might. We are a. We're a post. I don't know. Don't know. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm George. Uh, I'm George, and I've been very much enjoying Van Morrison's new uh, CD. I'm a bit concerned about the uh, the title of the the uh, of the first song, which is "We Must Secure the Existence of Our People and a Future for White Children." <laughs> But other than that, I think it's kind of a bop. <laughs> Thank you, George. Have you heard anything about Morrissey? Morrissey that, not Morrissey. They could uh, do a team up where they're both like extremely racist. Van Morrissey. Together. Yeah, Van yeah. Morrissey, exactly. Oh, Van Morrissey, okay. Mm. I was thinking like Van and Jim Morrison, but. Oh no! no Vin, ja, Jim Morrison's dead. Yeah, I've no idea how yeah, racist they could, he was. They could Probably do kind of. Is Vin Morrison still alive? Yes. No. Did you not hear? He released a new, um, uh, a new uh, record project, which I think is called New Record Project. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I love that. Um, and it's that. loads of songs about. It's just loads of like old white man grievance songs about how people are like pussies now and. The governments are controlling us. Oh no, with, I did like, hear lockdowns. about that. Yeah, yeah. Van Morrison does look like shit right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's... no offense. <laughs> Is Van Morrison a guy? I thought it was a band. No, no, he's a guy from Northern Ireland. He did make like Name is one or two good albums in the seventies. Yeah, he's got um, some good songs. I thought it was. Yeah, he had the best performance in. It's just the kind of a piece of shit. Classic. Now. The band concert movie, The Last Words. Uh, his performance is very good in that one. Um, and apparently, it's just funny because that concert also has Eric Clapton, famously extremely racist. Oh, yeah. So, what a great lineup. I thought Van Morrison was a band that was named after the second part of a German guy's name, and rather than Von, it was Van, and he was called Van Morrison. <laughs> oh, I'm Van Morrison. Well, I, was mm-hmm. gonna say, I did just used like to Dutch. <laughs> Dan Morris. Dan Morris. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Apparently, his real name is Sir George Ivan Morrison. Oh, as um, his Northern yeah. Irish, which I also didn't know. Yeah, his latest record project is called Latest Pro- Re- Record Project Volume One, and one of the songs is uh, 
the chorus is have you got my have you got my have you got my latest record projects and he, he repeats it a lot wow <laughs> it's that very bad very cool actually um, oh yeah the second song is called where have all the rebels gone so i love that yeah uh, um, they're still there one is called uh psychoanalyst's ball uh psychoanalyst ball another one is called okay. the long con and yes <laughs> Um, mm. uh, one is called Stop Bitching, Do Something. That's so true. <laughs> Another I love that one yeah. is called Eagles Why You on Facebook. like that in like the 60s called Get Over It. I love that he's just like, oh, I'm going to say something that's never been said before. I'm going to tell you to stop whining. Oh, yeah, one of them. Listen, this might be a bit much, but have you considered that you should stop whining and do something? I know this is a new, a new, you know, a new one grievance. Of them- one of them is called... Hey, Pitchfork gave it a 5.4 out of 10, which isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> One That's of them true. is called Western A 5.4 out of 10, but like the tagline is a terrible night for a moon dance and this risible and intermittently lovely 28-song collection where indulges in some of his most cherished lively. paranoid theories and deepest head grudges. Western Man. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Pitchfork? Okay. Shall I read uh, the lyrics for Western Man? At least as I don't know. Please. Can Western, you legally? Man, ha- Western Man has no plan because he became complacent. Stopped believing in himself. Let others steal his rewards while he was dreaming. While he was dreaming, <laughs> others were scheming. <laughs> Doing oh, no. deals behind his back. Now Western Man is adrift and under attack. What happened well, in between? Okay, well, that's just like a whole, I don't know, dog chorus. They were so, um, yeah. scheming and they were rubbing their hands together. And, and yeah. you know, who knows what kind of religious or ethnic group they came from. Don't worry about it. Western no. sure it's not a specific one. And, no. Um, and I'm sure when he says Western, he just means like... Oh, it's pe- anyone born he means in a like cowboy. Or who lives yeah. there. Mm. Yeah. Calls it home. Very inclusive, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay, anyway, we're talking about soul music this week, which is sort of, sure sort of relevant. Um, it's great. We definitely read this recently and remember everything that happens in the last third of the book. So this is going to be very structured <laughs> and well thought out. Uh, oh, we all remember it. I'm structured. Oh, yeah. I do. I can think out well. Yeah. yeah, I totally understood what the action scene was once again. Yeah, once again, I really get the end of this book. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Sorry, that can makes I, so much can sense. I read the lyrics for The Long Con by Van Morrison? <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm a targeted individual. Oh my god. Gang stalking, baby. I'm a targeted individual. I've got caught up in a long con. Four judges screwed me over, backed me up against the wall. Mm. Targeted individual have to get to the bottom of who's pulling the strings. Ooh. Ooh. That be? Yeah, someone with a big puppet thing over, you know. Oh my mm. god. Mm. That's good. That's good. So they've got a really good direction as a band. Goes uh, beyond money, jealousy, and guy. fame. I know. <laughs> Mr. Morrison. Yeah, the Van Mr. Halen Van is Morrison. the band. Van Morrison is the guy. One That's guy, why I'm confused. <laughs> okay. And to be okay. fair, Van Halen is also named Eddie Van Halen, so it's a guy and a band. Oh, like John Bon Jovi. Yeah, Bon Jovi. It's his name. Bon Jovi. Like the fucking guy who sang the "Once I Was Seven Year Old" song. Once I was seven. <laughs> whose name is Lucas Graham, but his band is also called Lucas Graham. That's a terrible song. It's an album also called Lucas Graham. Yeah, um, probably. And there's a bit but of the have, song. Like, they have three called Lucas a, Graham. 
That's my it. favorite part is that there's a bit in the song when there's a fake crowd cheer shouting Lucas Graham. Only the most humble artist. <laughs> the whole song is about how he was once young but now is a big artist genius. Yeah, and there was literally a song like that that I heard on the radio when I was in um, a charity shop today where it was like some sort of fucking country style, country rock music that was like, I was not born with a silver spoon in my in my mouth, but I did what I could to, to get here and you can do it too. If I can do it, anyone can do it. And I'm like, and well, obviously. Silver spoon up my nose. <laughs> like it was not, it was not a good song. And I'm not talking about Fortunate Son, it wasn't Fortunate Son, it was some song I didn't know. Um, <laughs> Fortunate Son is pretty good. Fortunate Son is a good song, but that was actually about something. This was about, like, it's so cool that I'm on the radio now, and I'm like, you are on the radio, but I'm not sure I think it's cool. Um, <laughs> is this Credence? I've been looking at pictures of Van Morrison and got distracted, sorry. No, Fortunate no, Son is Credence, but it's not Fortunate Son. son. It was a song that was bad. Um, it was very, the music was very bad, and the lyrics were also very bad, and it made me very upset. Um, Anyway, we're talking about soul music, which is a book about having soul and also playing music. Soul music. Soul music. The book about how rock soul music. music is the devil. It's no, it's everything. <laughs> rock music is life, but it's also bad. Yeah. Um, soul music, yeah. baby. It's about how wouldn't it be epic if 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 death did the thing on the cover of the book if if death was like an album cover wouldn't that be like a sex scene because you'd be like it's i like, recognize that that's an album cover this is, there's like an entire bit that is just like okay ter- terry figuring out how do i get to this image that i already made mm-hmm. josh kirby paint for the uh the book cover mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he does a really uh, really good description of a motorcycle where i read it twice and didn't understand yeah. what he was talking about if, literally if it wasn't the cover of the book yeah, i wouldn't I w- have been able to figure it me out neither. yep <laughs> i'm wondering if i figured it out the first time i read it and i i can't remember um, you definitely didn't i can't see how anyone would <laughs> well it, it, they say it's like a two-wheel cart though don't they and so i Okay. I was like, Could oh, you it's a bicycle. A motorcycle is a two-wheel cart. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't like a Terry Pratchett sense. So, so they... <laughs> yes. Um... What? In anyway. Is a horse a chair? In a horse, a pool, a pit, and like a mining shaft. They're all the same word, so... Mm. Could be. Mm-hmm. There's places you go what down. What if there was like a sharp pendulum hanging over the pool? <laughs> oh, that would be fucked up. What if I'd be like, that's really meaningful, actually. Um, anyway, so here is a brief description of the last third of soul music. Um, and when I say brief, because there's not a lot actual plot, <laughs> and I can't be bothered to go through all the details of yeah. everything that happens, but we'll just talk about those. What happens is the band goes on tour. Um, it's, you know, it's a bit of a shit show, but they're successful. Buddy becomes weirder as time goes on and they play more gigs. Susan follows them and saves his life a few more times. Albert goes after death because he's like, oh, Susan's fucking it up. I got to get death back. Um, so he decides to use like his remaining life energy to go and find death. Uh, death gets drunk and then gets thrown into the river. He joins the group of, um, homeless people who live under the bridge and we learn some stuff about them. And then he finds Albert. And it's like, oh shit, Albert, I guess I'm gonna go save the day. <laughs> I guess. It's time for the story to end. Um, so he, he like, Albert gets knocked out by a thief and his hourglass breaks, but there's a few seconds remaining. Um, Death is like, I don't have a horse and I don't have all my powers. How am I gonna go 
save the day. So uh, he goes to the university where the librarian's been building a motorcycle. Meanwhile, they're doing the free festival in the park and there's a load of bands playing. The funny band is here. It's Hyde Park. Yeah, with an eye. It's It's like not even a pun. Um, (laughs) It's just the park. Um, So they're doing the free festival and then the other band is there. Uh, and they have some funny name hijinks and there's some other bands and Dibbler's like, I'm going to get the money and then they've got a lot of money some so far. funny name hijinks is the understatement of this Yeah, there, most of this is just names and jokes about <laughs> bands. Uh, what if... What really if, drawn out jokes. What if there was an elderly defective leopard um, that was deaf <laughs> uh, and it mauled someone? Oh, so you're saying it's a... Um, uh, a hard of hearing feline. Yes, a big cat which is unable yeah. to perceive auditory stimuli. Mm, you see, you might not think that this is funny, but that's because that's what all the jokes in the book <laughs> are like. Um, what if the what if the character of death got if like someone gave him a coin and he said thank you and because he was a grateful death. He was a grateful death. Yeah, that yeah. would be really funny. Uh, <laughs> and obvious. Um yeah, what, so... if, what if the entire fucking book was leading <laughs> up to a Kirsty McColl joke? That was it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would think that was cool. Um, yeah, what if... It's kind of okay, cool. So, <laughs> so they have the free concert. Um, they've repaired Buddy's harp. So he plays Shawnee Sean... Bodar, which I don't know if you know Welsh, which you probably don't, but it translates... Shawnee means Johnny. Good. It means Johnny be good. Um... It's very oh, I didn't, funny. I didn't get that. No. That's good. Um, which is just like a folk song, and he plays the harp, and everyone... He basically invents soul, I guess, because uh, we're informed that it's a music with hole in it. Um, you got you you got nothing if you don't have hole. <laughs> which is true. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> and then he plays it again. Hole. These guys are playing hole. They're playing hole. Hole, hmm. uh, hole music. Um... <laughs> And then he he uh, he plays the same song, but on the guitar this time. So it's like um, it's a rock version of the same song. It's you know, and everyone's like, "Oh, that was really sad," and I really felt something, and now I feel like I'm gonna dance. And then he plays that, and then he's like, "This is too much. That's evil. So I'm gonna stop playing." So he leaves, and the band runs away on the cart with the money in, but because of like destiny they end up on the same road that killed susan's parents and the cook the cart goes over and they're being chased by the musicians guild and also dibbler and then the cart goes over uh but susan saves them but only kind of because they're also dead and then the time goes back and then well it doesn't yeah what happens is death comes and he's like i'm gonna save them kind of so what is he what he does is he he like takes them up, <laughs> and then they they he he kills the the music or with Roxin, which is also like the background radiation of the world that allows life to exist. Um, so he like causes a cessation of life, and then he's like, ah, oh, the only way to get it to start again is for Buddy to play the guitar. So Buddy plays the guitar, and that means he can be alive, but also it brings life back into the universe. And then death smashes the guitar, killing it, but also having a cool epic music joke. <laughs> and then, and then like Phoebe Bridges. And then time reverts, and it fixes itself. And Susan 
so there's another Susan who was, who's like the alternate Susan who's already done all her exams and stuff and she's back at the school and she's like oh what's happened and Dad's like well it's all sort of gone back in on itself uh, and so she she's like oh I'm meant to meet Buddy and she goes to the fry she, she realizes he's working at the fry the fry place because of funny joke about Elvis working at a at a fry bar. It's because there's a Kirsty McCall song called There's a Boy Down the Chip Shop Who Swears He's Elvis. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> that's a good song. I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's what it is. He's there and he looks a bit elvish, they say. Again. Um, so she's like, oh, I was always meant One to meet him. Time. I knew because I had that memory of seeing things forward. And that's like, ah, oh, you know, I could have I could have saved them, but I couldn't because they would have had to not live. They would have had to just have like a an enduring life that like Albert does. That isn't the same as living. And they knew what would happen when I flipped the hourglass over and they had to die at that point. And Susan's like, okay. And then she says goodbye to death and he's, she's like, he's very lonely and she realizes he's just very, very lonely. So she like gives him a kiss on the forehead and he's like, I will visit you sometimes and you can come visit your room, which is a mess. Um, and that's yeah and that's sort of you know Hmm. that's the end of the book more or less Um, I I didn't realise until reading this last third but um, Chamedos is is sod them all backwards we said that at least twice yeah we we said that (laughs) last week or possibly the week before I feel like I completely missed that I don't remember it either. What is it backwards? It's sort of more backwards because it's a base. It's based on Undermilk Wood, which is uh, Clara Gub, which is bugger them all, bugger them all backwards. So it's like a double joke reference. <laughs> Actually, in Welsh pronunciation, it should be pronounced Clara Gib because the U is kind of like what we would say is Y sound. It's very funny. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. there, there's also a reference to the Twin swing. Twin Disky Comrade. <laughs> <laughs> there's also oh Dylan Thomas. Okay, I don't know anything yeah. about that. Um, it's also yeah. There's also a swing that Death made that is referenced, which is a cool swing where it's like a, a swing which he attaches to the two strongest branches, and then that means it has to swing through the trunk. So he just cuts off that bit of the trunk, mm-hmm. um, and then attaches it to like some stilts. Oh, what's so that reference to? There's nothing. The it's not a reference to anything. It's just a cool swing. But I just like wanted. Oh, to it is it. cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought we were still like on the uh, what is Yamed. The, the woke I, I, I also would I also stick to the to Bob Dylan and read like, Dylan Thomas. Sad. I do. Um, Sad. Which way, Western man? <laughs> we talked about this last or the one before episode, but like I think I also led it as Yamedos when I first read because I learned Spanish at school, but I didn't yeah. know it was supposed to be Welsh. So that's how it's still. And I don't think it, I don't think yeah, the German Shlamidos. translation did understanding the welsh reference any favors so that's because no one actually really is aware of wales outside of like no wales yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) like you know maybe if you live in herefordshire you're like oh there's welsh (laughs) there's someone over there yeah and if you live in england you're like haha sheep yeah and then to be fair there's not that it's really anywhere else and that people are like is that a part of england (laughs) yeah wales is like a is like a fun curiosity like like a pop culture thing here or, or not a pop culture like a pop quiz thing that's what i was gonna say like uh, uh, name all the parts of 
Great Britain and most people are going to be able to name England and Scotland. Name the parts. <laughs> people always forget the the great kingdom of Cornwall. That's the separate yeah. people yeah, the separate the separate dioceses of Cornwall. Yeah, the United <laughs> Kingdom, Northern Ireland, England, Scotland and Cornwall. Mm. There's only, there's Actually, only two bits. There's Britannia inferior and Britannia <laughs> superior. Yeah. That's in, uh, in Hungarian there's a very famous poem. That's the other that's the other reason why people in Hungary might know a bit about Wales is that there's a very famous poem called Velsi Bardok, which means the Bards of Wales. Um It's a Hungarian poem? Yeah. But what? it takes place in Wales. It's like a really long epic poem take it's like about like king edward hmm. Interesting. Uh, one of them when was it written i don't know and there's bards from wales being there huh. Who it says it? there's a <laughs> i'm just going over this looking at this poem <laughs> there's there's a uh line that is which is someone says majesty the most beautiful diamond in your crown is truly wales so that's so true. Mm. It's yeah. It's, well, it's pretty mm. nice. Wales is quite nice. Wales is nice. George visited. I was going to say George visited Wales <laughs> on Wednesday, but he always lives in Wales. <laughs> I just don't count. I mean, Cardiff I live in I live in Cardiff. It's not. It's not really. It's a bit yeah, like I mean, if, England. Listen, if Cardiff is in Wales, neither's Monmouthshire. This is this is barely <laughs> Wales. Yeah, we crossed over in England and back in like one walk. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very nice. We did twelve mile walk. Uh, yeah, went to the pub, went home. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> a out, as a typical day, day out with the Chaz British way. Leaves yeah. you leaves you uh, chafed and with bits of skin missing. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you're having a good time. <laughs> anyway, this. Um, Soul music. Soul music. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> that was good. Well, I was trying to think of jokes to open the episode. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about, like, what if there was a Discworld Spotify? And then that was kind of as far as I got. Um, okay. What if there was a Discworld Spotify? I'm sure Diplo would be in charge. Wouldn't you that be right? funny? And whose songs would be on it? <laughs> Discworld if- ones. Exactly. Uh, there is what a if Discord had a Spotify? <laughs> there is a subplot about the the wizards trying to work out what's happening, and Rickley is like there, but I'm not sure what his role is in the last part Nothing. of this. Really, He's he just stands there. there he chapel. observes. The wizards stops, kind of fade out. Yeah. He stops Satchel Mouth from shooting what's his name with a crossbow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of fun. It's a nice little character moment mm. uh, for Red Kelly. Um, and then the crowd has a riot when they've run off and they wake up later uh, and Red Kelly yeah. and Ponder Stebbins have just been like trampled by the crowd. They're like, ow, my head hurts kind of thing. Mm, yeah. I really completely forgot that Red Kelly had a plot in this book. I mean, did he though? <laughs> was in the did book. this book have a plot? <laughs> Does this book have a plot? There's like... There's this stuff about them like being able to sort of record the music because it's so alive. You can like put it on a oh, yeah. wire in like a box, and it will like keep going, you know, like a record. Mm. Um, but that's like, you know, that happens for a bit and then it stops. Like, I that's not really anything. I don't know what you're <laughs> saying either. Are records evil? 
There was a funny bit in the first part of this that I forgot yeah. to mention, which was when there's like a gramophone and a dog goes, just looks into the gramophone for a bit and then leaves. Wow, <laughs> it was like he was listening just to his master's voice. Like it was what? his master's voice. <laughs> it's, Does that yeah, make it's sense? just a reference to the, to the record chain HMV. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay. It which the the uh, the logo is a small dog listening to a gramophone. Yeah, because it sounds and like it's good enough audio quality to sound like his master's voice. Oh, oh shit! There's so many references to bands in this room. Like, are the half of these are like are they all like a lot of them are like '90s bands, right? Are like, they or like '80s There's bands? Like... I guess. I think yeah, seventies, seventies. Like Def Leppard is, I think, seventies. Like Poison the Hood. Uh, there's, there's, there's my favorite uh, one was We're Certainly Dwarves. That we're was... Certainly Dwarves. We're Certainly Dwarf is that's that's the one that felt the most out of place mm-hmm. to me though, because TMBG is so different from the entire aesthetic the, uh, of the bands in this book. But what about Boys in the Wood? <laughs> I guess <laughs> pretty good. But that's like that feels like the. That's also like the rat music bit, right? Yeah. Like where he has no idea which uh, which decade of music he wants to reference. Just oh. all of them. Don't worry about it. Apparently, but there's we also might, like the whom, which the is whom. like they were named that for thirty minutes, but that was a very grammatical thirty minutes. Yeah. Mm. Also, um, which, lead balloon. Lead balloon. Lead balloon. Yeah. No, no I was gonna say that the, the the whom joke Heavy I thought is airship. one that is like almost prescient. Like that held up incredibly well because like whomst is like still the whom and whomst stuff is like still and mm. still a still a very fruitful bit for comedy even Oops. in the internet age it does make me think of a bit in the comic series bad machinery where there's this whole like mod rockers resurgence but in that universe they are also called the whom and their first album is called whom's whom um that's good <laughs> whom, great whom's great comic series whom's whom um <laughs> Apparently They Might Be Giants were founded in 1984. Not a band yeah. I've ever heard of before until Chaz explained the joke to me like a few weeks ago. You've never That's... heard of They Might Be Giants? No. Madness. You must know you the Constant. You know the Constantinople song. Well, it's, that's not from them originally. Like, that's a cover. Song? Is it? I didn't realize it it's was not a cover. Yeah. No, that's it's, like, like a really it's, it's like a cover from a 50s song. Yeah, it's oh. a really old song. Okay. What, Timbuktu, Constantinople. Yeah. No, Istanbul, Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul. Oh, yeah, not Timbuktu. But you know that you know that version because it yeah. was on a uh, you know it was on Secret Life of an American Teenager. Oh, was it a Secret Life? <laughs> when uh, when they're all learning cool about masturbating. Yeah. What's a cool place to know from? <laughs> it's good. You a should listen TV to series. you should listen to Flood. No, uh, they might be Giants' brand new album, Flood. No. It's very funny because I, even though Great I know stuff. they're very different oh, in my brain, I just associate They Might Be Giants and Steely Dan as being like the same band. <laughs> yeah, just because Ash likes both. Yes, <laughs> that's literally why. Shout out to Ash. He's a cool that's- dude. <laughs> they're both, TMBG and like Steely music. Dan are similar in, in the one regard that both have like two central dudes. Yeah. And the rest is just like rotating people. But like yeah. Ween is the same in that I've in listened, that way, so. I, I like Steely Dan. And I've never heard of They Might Be Giants, so so checkmate, atheist. <laughs> they're a great not. band, George. You would like them. I don't. I don't know if you would, would like them. Would I? They're I a quiet taste. Maybe but they're very fun. They they are fun. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of band jokes with 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 Clash, Crash, 
crash in the boys. Uh, crash, crash into me. Crash and scum. Wait, is, the, is crash into me or crash into you? I never remember. Into me, I think. I don't know. Wait, is it's that not a good song. I'll but... be honest. Like a lot of the music like... jokes in this did go over my head. Wait, is crash? Is crash also a joke that he's called crash? I think it's Maybe. a reference to the Clash, the band. I think the Clash. they're oh, supposed to I be. Thought. I think they're supposed yeah. to be like proto punk because they yeah, go. They... they don't know how to yeah. play their instruments. They just go on and make. Yeah, like, one of really their songs noise. is a Sex Pistols song. Yeah, derogatory. Well, there's yeah. the bit yeah. where they're like trying to pick a name, and there's like a rock rolling past them in the background, and the book's like a Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down the hill behind them, just... they were looking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> All of all they they said my dad always says a rolling we gotta keep changing names because my yeah. dad always said that a rolling stone gathers no moss. It's like, uh-huh. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> this is nothing. It's it's a lot of jokes, this book. It, it mm. is a lot of jokes. See you see, you know when you're reading this and you're like, this is just a lot of jokes. You know what this doesn't work well as a play? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I find you, you read the last when, bit of this book and go like, this doesn't seem like it would be easy to do in a theatre <laughs> yeah because when I read like an extended like Fast and the Furious chase sequence I'm I'm thinking I would love to see this on stage mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah everyone's thinking that everyone's like this would make a great play uh, <laughs> why did everyone get a vaccinated sticker instead of I know a visual medium uh, that we're working on here. <laughs> I didn't get a vaccinated sticker. You can ask for one. You just, they just, you just get one. Next yeah. time mm. I'm working a clinic, I'll rip off a bunch and just send them to you in the mail. <laughs> there Not was insane. like a, there was an enormous queue. Doesn't have the there, vaccine so juice clinging to it. Mm-hmm. The nurse was still very nice though. Is it like if I if if you start printing like bootleg vaccinated <laughs> stickers, is that a crime? No. No, because no, they're not proof that you got vaccinated. You can't take you can't take them somewhere and be like, "I definitely got vaccinated." Look, I have a sticker. <laughs> got a sticker. People, people, yeah. People keep being like, "Well, I've got my little card that says uh, two doses on it." It's like, yes, but it doesn't say your name or your date of birth <laughs> or have a picture of you. So you could have found this on the street. Like, mine has my name on it. Well, that's nice for you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, what would we say? Yeah, there's just like a lot of a lot of jokes. Um, there's some like touching stuff with Death and like Albert and Susan's relationship, yeah. but that is yeah. very like, separate to the rest final, of the things that is final, going on. final, the final, final like Death and Susan conversation. Very good, very touching, mm. great stuff, Terry. It just took like three hundred and seventy pages to get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's just it doesn't have anything to do with the themes of, with the rest of the, the book, rock yeah. and roll stuff. Like it's just completely separate. Like not even the plot sure the rock requires and roll it. But okay, like it has nothing to do yeah. with their with their character development or anything else that Yeah, it really feels like the the whole body plot, uh the the whole like music plot really feels like it would belong in one of the Ankmore Pork books, like the yeah. moving pictures, the, the truth, whatever. Like it feels like one of those. Yeah, just complete, completely different like characters. One of the death books. Yeah, but then there has like the end is just death s- solves it sort of somehow. Yeah, unclear. comes along and says the kills <laughs> kills the music and then uh, gets someone else to restart the music and then it's then like scares it off that way. And it's I think kind of 
I think it's kind of cool how, but this is the problem. Like, it's kind of cool with the bit where, like, Death strums the zero chord, and then, like, there's, like, this explanation about how, oh, well, there's, there needs to be a chord that is nothing, uh, that is, like, the zero, so that all the other chords can build up on that. Very cool stuff. I wish that was, like, there for the rest of the book. (laughs) Yeah, and it portrays it as, like, this end bit being the culmination of Death's character stuff which is where but he his arc wasn't an entire different place well it's because it goes he can't save isabel and Mort, and this fucks him up a bit but he knows he can't save them and then in the end it's like oh but this time he's interfering and he, he's saving them and so but <laughs> like how? why why them <laughs> like what does that mean <laughs> and how does he save them he just does, and then and because it, it's got this whole bit at the end where like the universe is like, "Oh, you're a rebel, little death, a rebel against what?" And he's like, uh, "I don't know stuff," <laughs> which is again, it's another rebel without a cause bit because he um he isn't steals... even a rock and roll song. Yeah, but it's the vibe, isn't it? It's the yeah, it's, it's the, the easy it's 50s, stuff. He's got a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. He got what does he change the leather jacket to? Does he change it? It says um. Oh yeah, because he steals the dean's leather, yeah. leather trench yeah. coat. <laughs> I was about to say thing. it's got dude's rock on the back of the jacket. It's not that. It's born yeah. to rune. <laughs> yeah, born to rune. Born to rune. And then death. Yeah, so he does. He does like a funny Terminator reference. Born to get um, rune tattoos and then course. get very funny looks from like people in in Germany when you go there. <laughs> he is. He goes. <laughs> and... Several people I know. <laughs> yeah. He he goes and he he goes to the dude. And he's like he gets the motorcycle and he's like, "Give me your clothes, give me your coat." Is um, that Death's voice? Well, he's he's doing Terminator. <laughs> yeah. um, he's doing funny <laughs> funny Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then he changes his he 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 enchants the motorcycle. Uh, it drives Somehow. over the flower beds through the flower. Um, it erupts. Well, yeah, out of the cellar. It doesn't work very well because it's not a real motorcycle. This all happens very quickly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of book, and then the last bit is like, oh, oh yeah, oh, he explodes. He like he just crashes and then <laughs> has to put himself back together again. If we were a certain um, YouTube channel, we'd say, "Ding, ding. gets on the ding. Deus Ex Machina cycle." Ding. <laughs> <laughs> It is a little bit. It is actually. Yeah. <laughs> this was this this must have been like one of the least planned out books that Terry there wrote. There is no editing in this book. He wrote this book, and that was the book. He did not edit this. <laughs> like you could cut wonder... huge. You could cut huge parts of this, and it would have no impact on anything. It's I it's wonder bits. what his production process was because they're all. I always enjoy them, like, but there is, there is like a quality difference, like a huge quality difference between certain books. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is a bad book. It's just it kind of doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it's, just kind it's of a is fucking whatever, you know. It's, 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 kind, this it's book fun. Is pure vibes. It's pure it vibes. Pure vibes. It's pure fun. Um, there's, the there's evil some... music guy just dies. <laughs> they yeah. crash into the canyon and they die. <laughs> The well, the well developed <laughs> that, character. That's how it ends. Him, the hat, hat, hat. Yeah, hat, 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 hat. hat, hat, hat. hat. That's the, the Terry loves to give a character 
one character trait, which is one verbal tick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in this case, it's saying hat, hat, He really hat. does, yeah. <laughs> but I wonder, uh, like, is, what, like, what was his editing process? Who edited the books for him? No, I don't know. Cause... I mean, I suppose he must have been such a reliable money spinner after a while that, like, yeah. it kind of And just it did come out after, it. like... <laughs> Small gods, lords, and ladies, and men at arms. Like those were the last three. So, mm. which are all extremely strong books. Like they're fucking yeah. good ones. So they were like, "All right, Terry, we're not going to edit this one. You, you've done so well in the last one. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure this one. You've earned yourself be... a break from being edited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like the curse of successful authors, though, is that they seem to reach a point where no one wants to. Like they're so they're so reliably making money that no one wants to tell them like cut this <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. no one wants to be like this should be shorter or this doesn't fucking make any sense which is what happened with stephen king where like he's yeah. got like and jk rowling <laughs> well when yeah, he got like extremely on call but with, yeah. like yeah but when when stephen king was like had his really bad like on an insane amount of drugs period he would just write like books that were basically just i don't know just insanity and then give them to his editor and they'd be like yeah <laughs> right mm. I love yeah, Dreamcatcher. Yeah, I heard great things That's about Firestarter. Yeah, it's like Cujo Firestarter, Dreamcatcher. Uh, I think Cujo, yeah, as well. You can't remember think... writing Cujo. The plot of Dreamcatcher is that everyone starts shitting alien weasels. <laughs> alien weasels? <laughs> yeah, they're called shit weasels. Um, <laughs> that's not a, that's there not was a, a discussion in like one of the other discords about like high school plays, <laughs> like musicals people have been in or yeah. seen and someone brought up uh, them having seen a firestarter musical oh my god like based on stephen king's firestarter they're like yeah they're, they're like not good books right no um it turns out that the the shit weasels are in fact um just sort of a hallucination from an evil alien mold maybe i don't actually know uh, oh they did a film <laughs> they did a film i didn't know this this is this is not of which one? like a weasel of dreamcatcher yeah it I looks mean, that's perfect yeah because stephen king is slapping stephen king on a poster as money <laughs> yeah so people are like that's or... a scary author <laughs> remember when he directed a like movie a like called maximum overdrive i think was the one he directed which is like just evil trucks yes yeah <laughs> it was like Every time so I gave someone one of my movies, they fucked it up. So this time, I'm doing it to get it right. Mm. Dude, I just I don't think he knows tracks. what's good about a movie, though. It's the problem. Um, I just I wouldn't trust him making films. I mean, no. I barely trust him writing. He's yeah. he's a good writer in an insane way. Um, I think so. Yeah. I think The Shining's a great book. Like, I really like the. St- I've read the whole full length of Stand multiple times. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying that I will keep reading it. Uh, <laughs> Misery is a great book. Misery he is, is, very he good. is really good, good at like the few books I've read of him. He is good at uh, writing in a way that makes it easy to read a lot of pages. Yeah. That's the nicest yes. way I can put yeah. my feelings. Yes. Stephen did King. not like Bag of Bones. Not a good book. <laughs> what if, what if Alan Wake, but misogynistic? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't think Terry is off of the nuts in his like, in his like filler books or in his like not not as good books mm. in, in, in the way Stephen King is writing. Oh no, like, definitely, it's, not, it's nothing. It's not coked that's out and that's an writing just like stream of consciousness books, right? Like yeah. it's just 
it's just a <laughs> it's just a guy who's having a laugh to himself and kind of forgets to plot out his book and yeah. I mean, you know doesn't it, really consider doesn't really consider whether the things he finds funny actually are actually as funny as he thinks they are i think we've hit maybe peak hypocrisy in that we are criticizing <laughs> oh, fully. the book oh no enough editing scripted not edited um but a little that's bit not loose, what a we do like, that's not what bits. we do we're not writing a book when we write heart spell it's very yeah. well plotted and edited. very well edited and it's not just jokes um I think the thing is as well, that's probably unfair, is blaming this on like his success, where I think that this is actually more of a almost revergence to how some of his earlier books were, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um Moving Pictures, I think, made a bit more sense because I felt like that was more about hero worship and celebrity. In... Moving pictures had more themes. Yeah, more whereas I'm not sure and... what the theme it of had a this more... was. Yeah, moving pictures had a more like holistic approach to like its real world references i guess and yes. in moving pictures it kind of felt like he does actually follow the way old hollywood developed whereas in this one he's just like going all over so music happens. history and however yeah. it pe- pleases him yeah, yeah i mean also like i had a point and it's gone <laughs> well <laughs> i mean this one has some themes like it's got the theme there's the whole kind of homeless people subplot that gets oh and they're great Love the duck man. That is really good. And he's like, oh, they're invisible and people, you know. People just don't want to think about them. People don't want to think about it. Yeah. And so then I, and that's good, but also, how does it fit into anything else? Exactly. And then also, (laughs) sort of, the themes of like capitalism in the music industry with Dibbler, which kind of comes into it, but it's too almost caught up in the have funny jokes. Dibbler is a great funny character, but also... And he's already done the exact same thing, like beat for beat, the exact same thing in moving pictures with Dibbler. Yes, it's like identical. But it's it's also like, it's like the music itself has to have it happen that way. Like the music wants them to be exploited by a record company almost. It's like... Yeah. It's 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 so odd. It's weird cuz it's like there's no and I guess in I guess in moving pictures it made more sense in that like early Hollywood famously is like about being exploited by the uh like every like all the actors being mistreated by the movie industry, right? Mm. Whereas in this one it's like it you, you don't really know if there is such a thing as like pure like good rock music it's because it's just like this this magical music that goes through buddy right and it just like comes out of him and it like captivates everyone magically but then there's like also the other the other bands that that are starting up whereas we but we only follow this one band uh like this one other band of the kids who are like just a just 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 a joke about how punk music is bad i guess Mm -hmm. so we like don't really know if like if like oh, others other are starting to do good. this music in a yeah. in a way, it's it, it's not like I don't know. And he's also not interested in actual music history, right? Like, there's nothing <laughs> about like the way Elvis <laughs> exploited black music, right? Like that that whole aspect of rock and roll is like nowhere. No, <laughs> yeah. So it's it just happened. Yeah, because yeah. I th- I think you're onto a thing comparing it. On, you're onto a good comparison talking about moving pictures. Mm. Because I think part of the reason why that works is obviously there's this sort of supernatural explanation for why 
something from our world is leaking into theirs. Uh, mm. In that, you know, everyone's being drawn by this, by the the spirit, the spirit of uh, Holywood leaking out of the hill after the last guardian dies. But mm. then everything like repeats from that one cause, and you get this whole sort of, you know, repeating of Hollywood happening in Discworld and having a lot of fun with that and it's it's sort of based on uh, as you as you said based on hollywood history but then in this yeah there's no there's there's no rooting it's not it's not even really a satire it's just references yeah there's no there's no attempt to follow what's going on it okay. feels like he spent like no time researching any of the references he made like whereas with new moving pictures it clearly felt like he is interested in hollywood history like clearly that was clearly something he cared about yeah yeah exactly they were uh uh, karina longworth was uh, promoting a vaginal prebiotic uh, well, the, the, the episode I listened to yesterday. Oh, good. <laughs> How a good road. You want some vagina good yogurt? Goop shit, yeah. Um, Great. Yeah, now this is more I like, isn't it funny how... the whole people being like, how can she stand to have a Patreon after Ryan Murphy made this much money on this movie? But I don't know about the, the vagina cream. I don't know about that, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she didn't say that you like stick it up there, but I'm assuming (laughs) that's what you do. I don't understand what else you would do. No, because you're not going to eat it, are you? (laughs) No, have a yogurt. Like, I guess it could be like it's good for it, so you eat it. But it probably is you put it up there. Yeah, I think people put yogurt. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the alarm in your eyes when you realise where that sentence was going (laughs) it's fine but yeah there seems to be a lot more going isn't it funny how like don't don't you think it's funny how this is a thing it's like these people smash guitars right so he's smashing (laughs) the guitar like that people do and they're like isn't it funny how Glod redecorates uh, hotel rooms um, rather than smashing them, that's like a funny joke. Um, yes, even though he's already destroyed a, a sort of a hotel room, so that's it's sort uh-huh. of already done the joke straight. Flat. It's kind um, of it's tr- sort of like oh, what if we turn the stereotypes on their head? But he's also using loads of the stereotypes, just like as uh-huh, they are. wrong music. Yeah, yeah. So it's, he's it's, just it's... using his own prejudices about yes. rock and roll. <laughs> Most oppressed yeah. gender of music. There is yeah. a funny bit when Glod's like, maybe they're after us because I took that shopping trolley out of the uh, river um, that I did think was kind of funny. <laughs> um, mm, yeah. Another... This, whole, this whole tour bit is so weird because it's just like, I don't know, like 50 pages of being like funny jokes the about bands being nothing. on tour it's and filled, then they just come back space. again. Yeah, It's, it's nothing. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. This, this like, thing... it's not even bad. It's just... It doesn't, it doesn't commit it doesn't commit to one thing it tries to put yeah. a death and now Su- death and susan book together with like a one of those yeah. modern not modern a round world Industrial seeping mo- round world seeping into uh disc world books mm. 
but they they don't gel. No, um, and they don't. And so you, they don't you end up with you end up with like a quarter of a death book and a quarter of a round world seeping into our world book. Hmm. Uh, round world think- seeping into Discworld book. And I think there's like it's interesting how there's like semblances of themes uh, that could have been good if expanded. he had done them good. Like, <laughs> they could have done them good, 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 then they could have yeah. good. Like one w- one example for this I was gonna give is like that scene uh, that that is almost like an affecting thing, or that 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 is honestly like it did kind of affect me. I just wish it had been built up better or that i wish he had followed this theme through better is like the bit where he plays the folk song because mm. that could have been a theme about how like oh there's music commercialized rules. music whatever but like isn't it more doesn't it say more if if you like actually express like what is you know has or always been yours like this one song this much easier so much simpler song much less like you know it's not a danceable song like all oh, their other music it's like not the music they expected but like he still like plays it on his he plays it on the harp that he got from his friends from the band I mean, uh, that was nice that they fixed that was that was nice yeah. right like and yeah. i wish like this i feel like this this bit of like conflict between new type of music that is super successful versus the type of music you've been doing before that meant a lot to you, right? Like, mm. that could have been explored more. And it is mm. kind and it kind of is there in, like, how he loses his Welsh identity when he <laughs> becomes Buddy and doesn't say the double L's, right? Yeah. Like, that's... Hey, this is his accent until he gets I, the It's clearly out. something he's done, but he didn't explore it at all. And he, he just... He just brought it up back again towards the end. I think like yeah. that could have been a great character for Buddy, but he just Terry just got so lost in all the other stuff he wanted to put in. And I that, agree. That is That's, a good that comment is... on the music industry, like people who have yeah. accents or you know having to get rid of them and having to become mainstream in order to be successful, and it doesn't. Yeah. There aren't any bands like the Wurzels anymore, are there? <laughs> well, you got a brand new combine. <laughs> combine <laughs> Harvester. nearly killed cave. death. <laughs> <laughs> death destroyed the combine like Harvester. Do you not know the Wurzels? They're a great band. They're a band about a being band. in the country. About, about being in the West Country. Country to use stuff if you're in the West Country. Me and Robin saw a band at um, my West village. Country's best country, mate. At my village hall where it just had a bunch of words changed from popular songs to being about cider. It was just the cider band. And That's all the it. songs were about cider. People they have called like, that genre scrumpy and Western in the past. They were okay. like, I don't want to be a cider drinking idiot. <laughs> or they hey. had the, the famous hit song by Madness, Magnus. They call it Magnus. Magnus. Which is a brand of cider. <laughs> Makes it taste <laughs> so great. Not even a, a good cider. No, you that was what the song Irish was about. Song. That was what the song was about. Oh, that Magnus good. shit. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to drink Irish cider? Like, <laughs> no disrespect to Ireland, but you're not known for cider. You weren't traditionally, at least. Sarah's going to yeah. kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it will be fine. I think um, Welsh cider, also very bad. Okay. Not good. They've got some very all expensive cider. Is cider. Bad. They're not good. Um, don't listen to George, all cider is terrible. Um, I'm, I'm drinking 
a, a sweet, sparkling Somerset cider now, but it is a Thatcher's, <laughs> so minus points. Sweet Honestly, cider but... sounds terrible. It's for women. Uh, what else? What else happens? I mean, I think we've said most of what happens. Um, yes. Do you think in these Clatchin for in Legion bits, he's like thinking about um, Jingo? He's like, this could be a later thing. I'm just know, making I notes. Oh, making Jingo notes. Have, have any of you read Jingo? <laughs> I don't know. I've read. I've read Jingo. George has. Yeah, I think maybe he's like, this is going to be Jingo. Um, is Jingo what I... like? What if I did catch twenty two? No. Jingo is what if I did Lawrence of Arabia, but Vimes is Lawrence of Arabia. Ah, okay. I need to watch Lawrence yeah. of Arabia before. <laughs> you barely it's do. Like, Lawrence of Arabia is four and a half hours long. You what? Don't, you I'm don't not need fucking watch watching Lawrence. that. I think I watched half of it actually. I hate it watching wasn't any movie bad, that's but... over an hour and a half. I know. Go on YouTube that's like, and put that in like that that time of Hollywood, right? When mm. they when the Hollywood epic was born and uh, and they did like Ben-Hur and uh, a few others Gone with the Wind Uh, and Lawrence of Arabia is the one where they went the most overboard just um, search Lawrence of Arabia best scenes on YouTube and that's all you need to know to understand the references (laughs) you do not you don't need to do that I've never seen any Lawrence of Arabia but I have been to his grave and driven past where he died a lot hmm Wait, uh-huh. it was a real guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> he was a soldier. T. Uh, Lawrence. In the First World War, yeah. Mm. Of Arabia. He he there you go. Organized you learn every day. He, mm-hmm. or, oh, he aided, actually, it's like, from British resistance. So Sorry? So it's actually, yeah, it is at the end of when Hollywood epics were a thing. Like, at the mm. almost, almost too late. For that, yes, for the... it's not early, early, it's sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. after the like high days of, of that one, like based on his book, Seven Pillars of Wisdom, I think. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Peter O'Toole and Alec Guinness, mm. Alec Guinness playing Prince Faisal. <laughs> cool, cool, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Robin, he was a he was a British soldier who aided Arab, uh, the Arab revolt against the Ottoman Empire, and oh, you know, obviously then, obviously then after after the they beat the Ottoman Empire, the British uh, then took over, right? Yeah, the Sykes Picot Agreement <laughs> carved it up between the British and the French, so uh, not great. <laughs> oh, thanks, Lawrence. Um, but yeah, that's what Jingo is. Yeah. It was directed know. by David Lean, who also directed Bridge on the River Kwai, which is a actually genuinely pretty good movie. I think that's <laughs> and most importantly, a good movie. not over long. I yeah. have watched one old movie, and <laughs> actually, I've watched two, <laughs> and one of them <laughs> was Nosferatu, the original <gasps> film. How do you classify it as old, though? So when anything... you say you've watched two old movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. What counts as old? I've seen one and, movie from the eighties. Some like I've seen one movie. <laughs> okay, which are both black Different and white vibes. films. Okay, which mm-hmm. means they're old. Some like it are pretty good. Some like it like, really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I like it's classic not, Hollywood. Like it's not my favorite Billy Wilder, but it is. It is funny. I want to. What were you saying, it. George? Oh, I was trying to wind people up, but never mind. <laughs> So, okay. the, the Look, fans, I have, um, the fans will understand what I'm just, doing. Just fucking let, let me know if you're listening to this and you want to join my movie club Discord where I love to stream 
sometimes newer and sometimes older movies. Sometimes uh, old movies, yeah. Sometimes old movies. We've watched some old movies there. Have you guys seen the original Nosferatu? No. 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 Don't. Janosch next week uh, will be That's playing Birth of a Nation. watch the highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> not be streaming Birth of a Nation. <laughs> no, I'm also not be streaming Nosferatu. We're gonna be doing uh, a Twilight uh, marathon. Though. The only oh, the only movie I've Twilight. seen from the Nosferatu era is Faust, uh, which I'm not sure it wasn't the same director, but it did star the guy who was Nosferatu. Oh, he was cool. He was out like of, in all the silent movie, uh, German silent movies in I that time. I will say, out of Nos, like genuinely really funny movie. Um, <laughs> Like, really, really funny. Like, if you want to laugh, do watch Nosferatu. It was really funny. It's he not... just looks like a fun guy. Yeah, he we... just looks really funny. It's just like him, like, sliding across the floors. <laughs> every time I see him do that, I'm just there like, that is me coming down to the kitchen for a drink of water in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm the same. Ooh, yeah. Look at I you coming think... down to the kitchen. Like you've got, but you've I got don't two think German expressionism is... Very watchable, honestly. Like it has cool visuals. Just look at, just look at German expressionism mood boards, I guess. But actually, you don't should. because they're probably done by Nazis. So <laughs> you should watch uh, Metropolis, though. That's a great movie. Mm. Sure. You should watch. Uh, I love to. If you, if you actually, if you want to watch a genuinely like really good watchable silent movie, uh, watch The Passion of the Artist. Back. Um, What's the passion of Joan of Arc? The, the, I'm probably not gonna watch. <laughs> the this is gonna be controversial, but I think the French did it better uh, in mo- in terms of movies than the Germans. So, oh, so you are a big fan of the artist then? <laughs> Classic Hollywood. <laughs> I I'm not even going to react to that. I have seen the artist, but I'm. I don't. I've never seen the artist. It's it's nothing. Very rarely even thinking about the artist, like that's it's 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 a return to the to the classic stylings mm. of old Hollywood that really rejuvenated new Hollywood and changed how it works. And, I mean, yeah. um, from what I can tell, it's um, I think it's a French film, isn't it? Or is it an English? Yeah, uh, yeah it's a French film, not English, um, but in a French film that was like, "Hello Hollywood, I'm going to give you a big soapy hand job, and you're going to love it." <laughs> and Hollywood was like, "Wow, I love having big soapy hand jobs." Yeah, uh, but that's here's the same. Have as loads La- of Oscars. That's the same as La La Land. They're both the same. Yeah, it is. Yeah, where it's because like, you'll get Oscars. Oscars. You'll get Oscars by saying, "Isn't Hollywood kind of cool, but also that's fucked exactly up, but it. also cool?" And then everyone Oscar goes, "Damn, bit. you're right. We love the fact that we're like that." And they give it yeah. an Oscar. Yeah, it's the easiest thing to do. Oscar Land. Is you just do it about fucking Hollywood or La La Land. La 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 is a good jumping <laughs> off point back into soul music because I haven't oh, yeah. seen La La Land, but it is about jazz without recognizing like jazz. Do you like jazz? jazz? Um. Jazz is about jazz how um, Ryan Gosling wants to do free jazz, which is pure and untouched by the horrors of modern world. And then his black friend keeps trying to make him do like jazz pop that people will enjoy. And he keeps being like, no, you're perverting yeah. the name of jazz. And to be oh, fair, I think people, I, I don't think the, the movie is, or at least the script, because, uh, God, this is a stupid discussion. <laughs> Because I think there is like a way to turn that script into how like you know you're you're supposed to be critical of Ryan Gosling's stance on this, but yeah. um, I don't know that director like the other movie he did Whiplash was also like 
a movie that fundamentally did not understand music. <laughs> so. Ah, Patrick Rothfuss. Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> Whiplash it's is about how, isn't it that. fucked up if you play the drums in an orchestra? And it's true, it is fucked up. The only yeah. thing um, I know about Whiplash is it's one of those films that, like, Reddit, like, just loved. They just <laughs> constantly post about how fucking great yes, because Whiplash it's, was. Because yes, it's, it's about, it is about like, it is Whiplash is about being epically owned. <laughs> <laughs> or epically owning someone like it's about it how is, what honestly, if there like, was that, 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 that a conductor most... he was an asshole but that was cool yeah yeah exactly like an asshole like, the best Jackie way Simmons to is, epically is own someone guy. is if um is if they come over to your house with a bottle of wine and they're like i'm sleeping with your i'm gonna i'm gonna get with your wife your wife is gonna get with me let the wine breathe uh and now i'm gonna give you a big hug and say your feelings are valid um <laughs> but but then you die in a car crash, and then then like a tornado come towards the other mm-hmm. guy's son, and uh, it ends. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the movie A Serious Man. I oh. fucking love that film so much. It's so good. <laughs> I'm sure. Robin has um, not seen a Coen Brothers movie. I haven't seen so. any movies. I don't think after what you have seen two old movies. After read it, I've seen two old movies. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a Serious which, Man is not an old movie. It's from like 2011. That's old. Yeah, that's old. So old. Um, that's a decade ago now. Um, Look, you have seen... Have you seen The Godfather? Yes. No, no, I've seen two-thirds of The Godfather because I didn't okay. realize how long it was. And have you seen Chicago? Yes, many times. <laughs> that's all you need to see. Okay, say. so you've basically like you've seen, seen... classic movies. Yeah, true. You've basically like and I've seen gotten Madden. a primer on what movies are. Yeah, okay, fair enough. This is a movie. I love movies. I mean, here's the thing. I think I just don't em- engage enough with um, things. Because reading moving pictures, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie before. And honestly, reading soul music, I was like, I don't know who these bands are. <laughs> More do I, Robin. What's a band? Uh, you not have had like a, like a phase when you were like 13? where you were like going through the like rolling stone greatest albums of all time list the thing about the rolling stones is i listen to the 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 very intro to um paint it black and i'm like fuck yeah this is gonna be a sick song it's gonna be fucking cool and then the intro ends and it goes into the rest of the song and i'm like oh this is it's increasingly more boring it just doesn't (laughs) go anywhere they always feel vaguely disappointing don't they rolling stone songs that is I think Mick Jagger is just like not a very good singer. Like that's the, the it's not as extreme as with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I can't. But because like with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, it's like very clear who the weakest link, link in the band is, and it's the singer. Yeah. Any others? This is my same issue with Bob Dylan, though, and you love him, so. <laughs> yeah, because he he's a great songwriter and great performer. He doesn't have a good voice, but. He does a great job at like performing them, I guess. If you don't mind, it is not I went well. down to the land and yeah. I saw that it it's was so funny bad. how like I said, That's especially not good like in me. the late six, mid to late sixties, when 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 Bob like turned electric, uh, the, the, Judas. Like, <laughs> there was like a ton of like musicians who like th- th- there was just like a it it was just like a meme in the sixties. To put one song on your album that is a Bob Dylan parody. <laughs> like, there's a Simon and Garfunkel song that's a Bob Dylan parody very clearly. There's a 
there's a there's a David Bowie song that's I think called Song for Bob. On, on Hanky Dory. See, you're saying all this to me, and I, you could be lying. I don't think I know <laughs> bands. I, I, don't, I don't think I like. There's songs that I like from the olden days, you know, the '60s, and I'm like, wow, that's a good song. And then I don't, I don't look up the band. I don't mm-hmm. listen to the album. I don't often know who they're by. And I'm just, people are like, oh, what do you think about the Rolling Stones? And I'm like, I simply don't think about them. I could Simple name as. a single Rolling Stones song. I can't. Well, they have like fine. a few good songs. Uh, <laughs> but what, what back songs? Isn't, isn't bad, as George said. Uh, you can't always get what you want. Pretty good you song. Can. Okay. See, that Did was on Glee. That's why I like got into the Rolling Stones as team. Yeah. So I was like, well, of I'm, I'm going to get into all the bands that were on Glee. Well, see, there um, you go. See, I know the songs. I don't know that they're by the Rolling Stones. A lot of it's just not very interesting songwriting. Like, I don't know. Like, that's why I fucking love Steely Dan, because it's extremely <laughs> yeah. complex. Of course, Rose, darling. Like really Donald Fagan, got a kind of a weird voice, but like the he's a he cannot he he uses it in a way that isn't is like good. Yeah, I don't know. And their songs are so just I don't know. They 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 change keys a lot. There's a lot of chord changes. It's good. It's good. I like that. Interesting <laughs> chords. Put the saxophone on there. Yeah, and just be like a, a flute solo or cowbell. Musical um, perfection on display. Just listening yeah. to a song like "This is good chords." Is this music? This is this, this is music. This is music, right? These chords are changing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's changing. More chords, better. More uh, chords is probably better. Um, you know, the Steeler Dan was the name of a dildo from Naked Lunch. We all Lunch. know it was the dildo from Naked bars. Lunch. We've all heard that Steely Dan is the dildo in Naked Lunch. We know. We know already. <laughs> These days, if you if you promote, uh, if you if you get a viral tweet, uh, people will ask you to promote their purple Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked off by a steely dad. <laughs> yeah, if I ever get a <laughs> viral tweet, I'm gonna say, uh, "Wow, this blew up! Please, uh, please learn about how steely dad is the name of the dildo." <laughs> please let me tell you about steely dad. Um, <laughs> tell you <about> steely dad. <laughs> do it, if you, if you it, like uh, this tweet, you might like these four tweets that are about steely dad. <laughs> doing, doing a pastel infographic about uh, on Instagram about how. <laughs> yes. Steely Dan is the name of the dildo. It's <laughs> what you may or may oh not know God, about Steely Dan. Oh my God, that would be such a good post. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make that. I don't know anything about Steely Dan though, so I barely know anything about Steely Dan. Mm. I know one song really by them, which is band. why every time someone brings them up, I have to go Rose, darling, because it's the only. What? Why is that the song? You... It's like one of their <laughs> least known songs. Yeah. <laughs> I play Ash. It's, it's an Ash thing, yeah. Come to me. It's Snake Mary. Anyway, this has been this has been my music. Good try, man. Great this song. Been Desert Island Disco. This has been Desert Island Disco World. <laughs> I uh, what what disc would you take to the Disc World? What disc would I take to the Disc World? I to the Disc World. There's another thing in this book. They they, they introduce take... the idea of recorded music on like a wire in a box, and it goes nowhere. <laughs> I just said like, that yeah, earlier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just, he could have. He could have. What does it mean? It means nothing. So oh, you can record music, like, but only this music, except you can't. It's done now. The plot's over. He could have, have like put be... a cobalt in a box and make them record music and then like play it back. I don't know. A cobalt. I don't know if he yeah. knows about cobalts. He's too cool. 
Like Didn't that there, right? Is it that's that's not called cobots imps? I guess what are they called? The little imps. things they put yeah, they in. Yeah, they call them imps. Or yeah, because in the German translation they call them cobots, and that's oh. that's. Well, cobots are like stick a, with... a separate. Yeah. Not in German. In oh, German, okay. it's like uh, it's just like a little guy. If you know <laughs> Pumoko, if you know they hit German uh, or Austrian, I don't know. I think it's Bavarian, so it's like I think it's like the German TV show called Pumoko, which is like. A guy who uh, has a Pumoko. little guy called Pumoko. I'm a real Pumakopf, yeah. you know. And he's a cobalt, <laughs> but he's rude. <laughs> I know, I know about Pumakopf, but only from no knowing you and Reiner talking yeah. about. <laughs> do people, do fans Classic of the show stuff. call them that Pumakopfs? Do they, do they say that? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. They should now. Uh, um, he's a in fun Cornwall, guy. They have a they have a little cobalt equivalent. The, called a, called knockers and they live in the mine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. They go, damn! Check out those knockers. <laughs> and there's loads of like... dudes eating pasties down in a tin mine, like lovely knockers today. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the knockers? They smother you. Um, mm. You can't swear or whistle in the mine because the knockers will uh, bury you in stones. This mm, just that's classic. Like a sort of mine equivalent to a brownie. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, but like a bit more vengeful. Brownies are very helpful. Brownies can be vengeful if you don't treat them nicely. Brownies go crazy. That's true, but they don't like kill you instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Getting killed by just a little guy. Mm. <laughs> what do you got killed so by a little guy? That's when we get to We Free Men. You're all gonna love that shit. Oh, I fucking love that. Like, speaking of like, Eagles. to get Eagles back to the themes of this book for one second. What uh, themes? Because this this was uh, one thing I was gonna bring up. Yeah, it, Terry it said at the theme. beginning that it has themes. That's what I wanted to like briefly. <laughs> it has what is it like, and there's this bit where it's like the history, and it's he starts with this is a story about memory. Mm. Is it? Do we think that's what it's memory about? Memory of what? I mean, I guess that stuff is about like how hard it is to remember stuff that hasn't happened and know that it has to happen. But like, what does that have to well, do with it? It says this Nothing. is a story about memory, and then it talks about the death story, and then in the mm. very last paragraph, it says this is also a story about sex and drugs and music with rocks in. So it's like, yes, there are two yes. stories going on here. Well, to be fair, would it like why would he say it's a story about memory if it wasn't about memory? I. He wouldn't lie to us. I can't so. remember. Yeah. I just it just shut up. Sometimes he, sometimes he does like you know uh, shoot himself by having these like protracted early yeah. sequences, which are like this is a story about thinking things through and loving your neighbor. <laughs> and then you read it, and it's about something else, and it's like I've completely forgotten the beginning, is, but now I'm rereading it. This is a it, love going, letter to the people of China and uh, <laughs> all other. <laughs> Oriental cultures. <laughs> this is about. Uh, this is a. This is a message to Edward Said as a book. Um, <laughs> have you heard about Hisense? Ah, uh, um, not yeah, yet. Edward not Said yet. said it's bad to other people, uh, but I, I would like to 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 think to to know what Edward Said thinks when I tell him that what what if it's funny to <laughs> what if it's funny jokes though so you consider that Edward <laughs> mm-hmm. 
they're gonna make haikus and they're gonna do everything as haikus and that's gonna be really funny <laughs> you're saying haiku instead of haiku which i think is i know fucking funny <laughs> just brain i wasn't like, gonna point it out but... Hi- haikus <laughs> haikus haikus doing a haiku about volleyball IQs. called a, a haiku i have to tweet IQ. this <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be tough to tough to word like right, I think. I'm gonna do it in a haiku. On it's five, seven and five, right? Yes. It is kinda of funny that like Yeah. There was an entire elite class of Japan who when they had to like commit suicide, they had to write a poem beforehand. That's some real like elevated shit. Oh that's pretty cool. culture. What's going on with that? <laughs> What's up with I that? Think- I think it's going to be so funny to talk about funny China. Uh, I think it's going to be really funny. It's going to be great. I, I said like before. Are we doing in, that in, in three episodes before. or two episodes? How long is that book? What is the culture? I think it's really long. It was different. <laughs> oh, that be it up might be longer than this one. Let me look it up. Oh my god! Interesting times. I can. Like, there's like three things happen in that book. I don't get how it can be longer than this one. It has a four point one on Goodreads, which is better than Hamlet. Okay. Uh, yeah, it says three hundred sixty-eight pages, so exactly as long as this one. Hmm. <laughs> it's Two flowers than... in it. <laughs> Interesting times is like a hundred pages longer than Reaper Man, which is like still maybe one of the best books out of the ones we've read so far. Oh yeah, definitely. You Reaper can you can make a book and also make good make a book good and also make it short. Maybe that's why it's good because he oh, yeah. didn't spend helps. so much time on tangents. Which we would never do, of course. Yeah, it's more constrained. We would never do a tangent. We've never done any tangents. You know, I just don't think there's anything more to say about this book than what we've said. No, but I am vibing, you know? Are we going yeah. to talk another episode about the movie version? Because mm, I can go either I mean, way. It does, that's... it does put off um, having to read interesting times. Yeah. <laughs> And it is like part of our mission statement was that we were yeah. gonna like you know we've read, we've watch read, all the we've adaptions, all the other adaptions up until now. Yeah. So if, it would feel hand, rude not to. It can't be worse than the uh, the color of magic TV movie. No, it but won't it be. Exact, I just it's exactly like the weird sisters. That, that's gonna be my prediction. Is if we do a song music movie episode, which I'm I have no problem with this. I'm just predicting this that that's gonna be our least listened episode. I'm putting this out there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. But that's fine because it's for the fans, not for the I critics. I have no interest in my content being determined by the listeners. I don't care about them. Of course. We have listeners. I don't know. <laughs> With, this Sometimes. is being recorded. <laughs> if you're listening, we don't thank you. Why we are you doing this you. to yourself? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. This this episode, like the first the first soul music episode already got like w- like noticeably less listens than the Men at Arms episodes. Which <laughs> don't say that. Might be because no, I don't think it's our fault. I think it's the book's fault. I think people just <laughs> maybe don't care about this book as much. But I, I do want to like just a challenge to our listeners. Like if you haven't listened to the to the soul music episodes, why? Please, please <laughs> tell us. I mean, if they're list okay. <laughs> <laughs> why did yeah, you like you... the Men at Arms episodes more? Ah, uh, you know. Because maybe because we're the watch show, right? We're yeah. called Who Watches the Watch. I was they came here with that. the with the uh, express intention of listening to our great deep dives on what we think about police, 
And so when we talk about like funny bands for an hour, then they're not like they're not like into it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you should listen. So if you haven't listened to the soul music episodes, then starting with the first one, you should you should listen to all of those. You should these. <laughs> A good thing to say on the third one of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, maybe you are listening to You came into one. this one first before <laughs> the first Soul Music episode. Why is Soul Music 3 the first episode you listen to of this podcast? Please explain your thought process. Latest one. I need to know. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. Maybe. You know what? Live your maybe truth. Maybe because we'll call it something like really cool. We oh, gotta yeah. call it Dude's uh, Rock. I don't understand how. Dude's Rock. Because it's music with rocks. Music in with it. rocks in it. Dudes with rocks in it. Yeah. yeah. Dudes with rocks in it. <laughs> There's a boy down the chip shop who thinks he's wears... elvish. No. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that you think he looks a little bit elvish? <laughs> it looks a bit elvish he around the head. Bit elvish. Mm-hmm. It looks a bit elvish. Now let's repeat that line. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> this is the last time we can say it. No, we are, we'll still have the movie episode, so we'll, we'll, we'll be able to say that in that one too, because I was panicking for a moment. Like, I, I do think it, it, it towards the end of the book, Terry was like sweating to get another Elvis joke in there. <laughs> Speaking of, and I need to talk about this, I'm sorry, it's Please. a different book. Elvis, I would love to. Elvis jokes in literature. I recently read the first book in the True Blood vampire series which oh yeah is, i have no I, idea I where this was going it sounds <laughs> bad which is by the way a deeply racist book it's, i've seen some it's, screenshots from yeah. them they look bad really bad really bad but there's this bit where the vampire love interest who has no redeeming qualities leaves for a reason i don't know he goes off to new orleans and then he hires this guy they call bubba to look after the main character and Bubba. Yeah, well, they're like, oh, he's the man from Memphis. <laughs> and she's they're like, seven, aren't they southern vampires? Yeah. Oh, boy, they're mm. southern vampires. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But, but he hires this. this what, a, what a thought. He hires this vampire man from Memphis to look after her. And she's like, wait a second, that's. And he's like, don't say his name. And it turns out at the end of the book, it's been this like long protracted joke where it's Elvis and he's a vampire and he's been like, protecting her but also he eats cats and isn't described at any point and it's just really <laughs> fucking weird i don't recommend that god, god. In the, vampire, solid a solid bit if you can do the voice i think in the i didn't know that was like a popular reference with the alice in the chip shop thing oh, like well, he, they do it in every single fucking terry pratchett neil neil Gaines no and there's also like, what i was gonna say because the, the 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 thing from which I remember this... Oops, I dropped my pencil. Probably didn't show up in the Odessa, it's fine. Um, the, 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 my point of reference is in the last Hitchhiker's Guide book, which is called... I don't remember what it's called. Don't Panic, I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty bad book. I don't like the later books of that series. Um, but no, that has Elvis in it, as, and he... Has a spaceship that I think is also a chip shop. I don't know. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> so I guess that's also just referencing the same thing that Terry does in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they, I've he, ever even heard that song, but he does it in um, in Good Omens. He's working at like a, a oh, burger of course. fry place. Um, yeah. 
It's good. It's a so, great. I'm just going to briefly mention because Mexican billionaire. This bad boy can get away with so many accidental killings of Kirsty McCall. Oh, yeah. It's going to briefly mention because I think we brought it up at the beginning, but then we just said it doesn't tie into the story. But like, still, another shout out to the death and Susan scene towards the end. Uh, mm. Great characterization of the relationship of the two um i wish we had gotten more of it but um for what it's worth like for what it is very good scene made me emotional a little bit so yeah great job on that terry i think if it had been longer or seeded more i would have felt sort of stronger about it yeah it, it felt slightly like oh okay we're doing this now um and it was it was really good i did love the swing bit I did love her going to his garden and being like, oh, it's the swing he built for me. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Normal. Well, there's there's this extended bit about, like, she didn't cry when her parents died, uh, but then she goes back and she sees death, talk to them, and then she sees the bit where they die, and then it's finally, like, at the end of the book where she is finally able to cry Mm. when she's in her dorm room. But then again, I'm not sure why. Well, I, I guess it's the sort of closure of like knowing that they couldn't have been saved I guess and like it was their time and then maybe that it was okay in the end and that they accepted it but like yeah I guess mm. I don't know I don't really know what the <sighs> theme just... is behind that I yeah. just like a good uh... and maybe I think I think part of my enjoyment of the Death and Susan scene is also just because I've read the later books where, the deli- where that relationship is explored more. Mm. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah, and nice I'm looking forward to, to Hogfather because I, I really love Hogfather. That's a really good one. That's a Cause they, and that's one where he <laughs> does do a great job in tying in the death plot with the non-death plot and the wizard's plot and all yeah. the other shit. Like, that's... He can do it if he wants to. He can tie, like, separate plot lines together in a thematically coherent way. He just didn't care for this one. <laughs> <laughs> DS. No, sorry. I was yeah, I was is... thinking earlier, like before we started recording this one, I t- told this to Robin before the rest of you joined, that I was kind of, this book kind of made me look forward to interesting times just because that one's gonna have more to unpack. Um, <laughs> but... Mm. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that's just if that's gonna faint, bite me faint back. Feeling of dread. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do we have anything else to add about this, the book by Terry Pratchett called Soul Music that we have now finished? Um, uh, something, something. Like- the plot of God's Gods, more like Imagine Dragons. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like fantastic. Also, Imagine yeah, Dragons. Yeah. Oh yeah, even more, even more Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yeah, at least one small, largely inconsequential part of him. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, the plot of the Watch TV show. Yeah. <laughs> they made. They really made a TV show of the Watch. Huh? They sure mm. did. Damn. What if What if Rincewind had his had had, had his Spotify? What if what if Spotify rapped for Rincewind? What would that look like? What would he have on it? Ah, uh, Imagine Dragon, I guess. <laughs> I, I am thinking uh, about that. Puff the Magic Dragon. 
what what would what playlist would Rinswin make for Two Flower for on, on Spotify if this world had Spotify? Would, I will always love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would either try and make a love playlist or he would make one that he thought was to Two Flower's tastes and completely mm. wasn't. But I am thinking now about um, death listening to lo-fi hip-hop beats to chill and study to. <laughs> but it's like him at, his, him at his desk. It's the picture of the like the anime girl oh doing God, that work. Yes. But it's death at his desk, like mm-hmm. with the with the That's stuff so and good. the hourglasses. That'd be really good. And he would like listen to it to like try to understand what what human music taste is like, and just like fully wouldn't get. I think that, uh, yeah, death does it not to learn how humans forget, but like how they relax. And he's like, okay, I'm going to learn yeah, the yeah. ways humans relax. So he listens to lo-fi hip-hop beats to, to <laughs> chill and study too. <laughs> um. That's weird. It's, it's a weird phenomenon, the lo-fi hip-hop beats to chill and or study too. They're good. They're, it's good. They do what they say on the tin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I also, I have to say... Oh, again, the thought's gone right out of my well, mind. Janosch has gone, uh, like, Janosch has I gone know. Taliban hostage video quality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the weather like in uh, in Wazeristan? <laughs> what are you saying, Robin? I don't know. I can't remember. I had, like, half yeah, Oh, yeah, that the lo-fi hip-hop videos Sorry. do what they say on oh, the... Yeah. yeah. They do all they say on the tin and um oh I just I mean we've talked about this before, but the idea of Vetinari just sitting and reading sheet music is still just such a great characterization yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. He wasn't in this uh, third of the book either, right? Am I forgetting something? He's, I think he was mentioned. But he wasn't like there. Great stuff, Terry. He has no relevance to the plot. No. No. It's just there because it's like a mm, thing happening no. in Ankh Pork and Terry had to uh, relate it to Vatimara somehow. Listen, okay, mm. so this has been Soul Music, Music of the Soul, Soul Music. Um, I hope you've enjoyed whole, these whole three music. episodes. Whole Music, hope you've got whole. Um, <laughs> the bossy. <laughs> be rimmin. Um I hope that <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this. And next I week we'll be you have found watching the animated soul music, for. and I guess vaguely talking about it. Uh, maybe we might talk about it. We might just say three things about it, and then talk about other things for an entire episode. What? Um, that would be very unlike us, <laughs> and I'm sure mm. you'd be very worried. Um, <laughs> but if you like this and you want to support us, uh, then you should give money to our Patreon because it's great, and you'll feel so. Uh, happy having done so you'll feel relieved you'll start sleeping again you know you'll have a better relationship with your wife and family um, <laughs> it all by just giving to our patreon and you will be blessed by us um, we're very nearly you at know, 69 the kobolds. euros a month and you could be the one to get yeah. us there mm. you could be funny number so all you have to do is go to patreon who watches the watch and give currency and get all our bonus content involving up to date hot spell you know the score five this is your first five episode patrons say that their their sex life has significantly improved since they gave up uh, <laughs> which is impressive considering watch. coronavirus it mm. has been going on the whole time but yeah um they all have carpets <laughs> carpets <laughs> 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 Everyone's since replacing my carpet, my sex life has really gone. Okay, so <laughs> you 
you can you can donate one euro pound dollar whatever for that or you can donate more and be given the gift of our love and also uh have your name shouted out like these people with five if you do five that's what it is it's five five yes <laughs> thank you to the thank you to the five year old patron and the rinse flower stand here uh whom are big flat bond five Ooh. justin crandall Stinko. milk Pimp. succubus whatever hey. five is in french Ooh. rise and grind memes for Song. side hustling teens oh, and five. evan dm Come on, cool. oh, thank you one two three four five and let's <laughs> let's let's give a special shout out to um to those who give us twice as much money um Mm-hmm. On the ten-year-old, pure and strong in the arm, uncles of the show tier, uh, whomst are carrot lime, yes, Agnes, Sarah McClintock, oh. slime Simon, X, thank you, XOXO, gossip girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you all very much. Thank you. Yes, you are beautiful. You're all right, and um smart and sexy you are you and, are very uh, you're very good for giving us money um you have improved the world immeasurably you yes. could give to like a charity or someone who great you know, things are you going to, to happen us, to you now good. uh no. yeah Your you're gonna go on some sort of blessed. spiritual experience where something bad's gonna happen but you're gonna like learn a lot from it so <laughs> please send me cash directly because i have lost my debit card and i can't <laughs> actually withdraw any money or pay for things <laughs> Yes, and George Cash. Days, His address means, is. It means practically a fucking week. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, posting George's his home address, address on the on the Twitter. Um, so keep your eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's enable Christ. the and money function on uh, at George God King. That's gonna help. Yeah, we're gonna. You can pay for tweets, which will be worth it. But in, until next week, I think that's it for us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening. And Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Keep Ife. on rocking in the free world. <laughs> I have two. I have two pounds ninety five. Uh, a rolling stone. Rolling stone, rolling stone keeps the wheel spinning. spinning. Keep, keeps the wheel spinning. Um, uh, with or without you. With your ass. Um, I'm mean and I'm tough and I'm mean and I'm, I'm tough. I'm mean and, and I'm tough. And then it, Granny Weatherwax shoots her in the face. <laughs> She says no. Uh, uh, Tommy doesn't know what day it is. Doesn't know. Uh, who all Jesus work and was. no play makes or what Chaz is. sad person. <laughs> I said the one the whole song I was able to remember. Um, Try Van Morrison. What's with yeah, that guy? <laughs> Mamma mia, that's a spicy gabagool. Yeah, okay. and in, I don't know in the words in the words of in the words of Van Morrison. Um, <laughs> mistaken uh-huh. identity man I get that a lot <laughs> okay uh, okay right, bye-bye. bye bye goodbye
You've been listening to a Good Episode Productions Network podcast. See the website for more details.